Hello Gasheads and welcome to this week's build-up episode of Gascast. I'm your host, Ollie Nino, and I'm delighted to be joined by Lincoln City fan and Press Association journalist Dominic Pixley. Dominic and I will discuss the Imps' season so far and look ahead to what's likely to be a tough away trip for the gas on Saturday. So, Dom, great to have you on the pod after what it's fair to say has been an eventful few days at your club. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So how would you describe the mood around Lincoln City following the departure of the Cowley brothers earlier this week? Um, early on, uh, I think it's fair to say there was quite a lot of doom and gloom around, um, I suppose, which is only natural when you've had so much success under these two uh, two managers, well, manager and his assistant, the Cowleys. Um, you know, they came to us when we were completely low ebb. They've done marvellous, magnificent things for three years. And we knew and we knew and we knew the time was going to come when they'd receive an offer which was too good, you know, to, to refuse and to go. Yeah, I think it's an outpouring of grief, to be honest. But I think as the week has gone on, I think people have slowly come to terms with it, realise, you know, at one at some point they were going to move on. They've, they've moved on now, let's look ahead, let's try and get a new manager in, let's back the new manager, back the players. But I think slowly People are coming to terms with it. There's a, there's a few out there who are still a bit annoyed. I think the way it happened, but yeah, it's we're slowly getting around to you know, understanding that they've gone, and we, we and life moves on basically. Yeah, sure. So I mean, you say there that obviously they've been linked with a lot of championship jobs in the last well recently, and uh, and you all knew that there was a time where they would leave. But has has the timing of their departure been a bit of a surprise? Because obviously we're quite early on into a season. Uh, during which you've had a really good start and it looks like early days but it looks like there was the potential there for them to lead you to perhaps playoffs or another promotion this season so has that been a surprise that they've gone at this point well it has from the perspective of they they basically never they always used to say they would never leave during during the season because they always liked to have a pre-season or the summer with the players to get the players that they wanted to get them on method, which is one of Danny Cowley's favourite sayings on method. So they always used to say, we never sort of, I don't think it was written in stone, but you get the impression that they, they, didn't, they never wanted to leave once the season started, that was it, they sort of see the season through. And so it has come as rather a shock, especially on how well we've been doing. You know, we were we were riding high on the table, right, we dropped to fifth, but we've been doing well anyway. And the fact they've only had sort of, what was it, a month of the season, we're doing well, and suddenly up sticks. And especially to a team... You know, no disrespect to Huddersfield, but I know they were a former Premier League uh, team, you know, a season ago, but some would think they could have done better than that. You know, that was actually that was actually gonna be my next question about yeah, the yeah. destination where they've gone to Huddersfield. That from the outside seems like uh I'd say a gamble, perhaps, on their part. Um they've obviously yeah. had an amazing career so far, including what they've done with you guys, or especially so what they've done with you guys and Huddersfield, to me, seems like an odd move. Yeah, I mean, it's strange. And, and Lincoln have a bit of history of Huddersfield as well through previous matches and playoffs. And we feel we've been wronged on a couple of times in the playoffs. So we have got a bit of history, which has also soured sort of the move as well. So, yeah, I mean, from our perspective, you know, Sheffield Wednesday probably would have been a better bet for them because they're a much bigger club. But maybe they feel this, this is another stepping stone on the way to... West Ham, because I think that's 
the job they, they crave because they're both West Ham fans. and So they probably see it as another stepping stone to get up to the Premier League. You know, how long do you leave it before you get another offer? You know, you may never get another offer. So that's the way we are, really. Sure. And looking at um, potential replacements for the Cowleys, because I'm sure names are flying about the forums and what have you. Um, Jamie McComb and Andy Warrington, I believe, have gone in the, as the caretakers. Yeah, and the early favourites were the bookies. When I was looking earlier, you've got people like Michael Flynn at Newport, Gareth Ainsworth, who's obviously doing a cracking job at Wickham. Yes. And then you've got a few left field ones like Roy Keane. Um, yeah. what, what's the thoughts amongst the amongst the fan base on some of those names? Is there one that stands out for the fans as being the, the guy that they'd like to come in? Yeah, I think there's two. There's two, really. Um, two of the names you've mentioned. Um, I mean, my choice preferably would be Gareth Ainsworth. Because not only is he doing well at Wickham, and he's been there a few years as well, so he's you know he's steadied the ship. He's got them up eventually, the top of the league one now. You know he's a really great bloke. Although I mean they play the dark arts like we have as well, so he fits in well from that perspective. <laughs> and you know he's Lincoln legend, so that fit in well. It was ease the passing of the cowlers as well. But Michael Flynn is the other one. He's been seen as doing a great job at Newport. All right, he hasn't got any promotions on his CV, but he's done well in cups, and he's got Newport to playoffs, and he's. Again, on a limited budget, I mean, so it's them two in the re- in the running, really. Um, so let's let's look at your start to the season so far. Then it's it's been an impressive start, I'd say. You're fifth in the league at the moment. Um, is it a surprise how well you've taken to League One, or was this uh, expected from your fans? Do you think? Well, expectations were strange, really, because a lot of people would just say, "Well, as long as we finish outside the bottom four, or you know, I'll be happy with anywhere between twelfth and 15th. But I generally believed that we'd be pushing for at least playoffs. And especially after signing Tyler Walker, George Grant, Jack Payne, Jack, um, Joe Morell during the summer, some cracking signings, was, you know. And I, to, to be honest, this, the start we made has not surprised me because I thought we would do quite well, but maybe not quite as well as what we did. But but with the squad we have, and it's a small squad, but there's a lot of quality in there. I, I expect us to be still, you know, without the Cowleys, I expect us to be up there challenging for at least a playoff spot. So, yes, yeah, so to me, it's not... Not a massive surprise we're doing well, but quite expected us to be up there, yeah. Okay. And I was looking a little bit more in depth at your start to the season earlier, do a bit of research before this, and I noticed that your home form looks a bit ominous for Rovers, I'd say, this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> played three, won three, scored eight, conceded none. Yes. Um, is there early signs, do you think, of Sinsel Bank becoming a bit of a fortress in League One this season? Absolutely, yeah. Fortress Sinsel Bank is what the... Uh, the Cowleys are aiming for. Uh, they've delivered. Obviously, we pack the bank out every week. I think 8,300, I think that's our lowest attendance so far. So um, we supported good numbers. And we've got this cracking atmosphere as well. We have like the 617 squadron who creates a brilliant atmosphere. And I think it helps helps to push the players along. It drives the players. And as you say, three wins. Obviously, Bristol Rovers have not, not, not scored away from home yet, are they, in the league? No, we've lost every away game 2-0 yeah. so far. Yeah. So records always there to be broken. And and once upon you know, once upon a time in the past, we're the sort of team who would break these sort of records, but we're not that sort of team now. So hopefully um, we can maintain this fortress sort of style at, at the bank and uh, carry on. And there's no reason why we can't do, really. No, I mean, you touched on it a little bit there. Do you think that there'll be any impact of the, the Cowley's departure on Saturday's game in terms of the mood amongst the fans? Do you think this is... Is this a good or a bad time for Rovers to take on Lincoln, do you think? Or will it not have much of an effect? 
Um, yeah, that's a good question, though. Is it a good time or not? I mean, Jamie McCombe's taken over, and he was quick to say at a press conference today that, and obviously the Cowboys were being credited with this, that, and the other, and he was sort of saying, well, hang on. You know, there was, there was, I played an equal role as those two. I, I had input into training. I did this and I did that. So maybe with Jamie McCombe still, you know, taking over the reins on a temporary basis, that the, you know, the players will still be on method. To be honest, I don't think Bristol Rovers will probably see much of a change when the Cowleys were in charge. Actually, it might be tougher because the players might be determined to say, right, even with the Cowleys gone, we can still do this, we can still do that. We're determined to show the fans that we're all together, we're all in it, we're still going to pull our fingers out and, and work really hard for the new man. And to, to be honest, it might be it might be a tougher game for Rovers than they expect. If we're saying that there's un- probably unlikely to be wholesale changes from the caretakers and they'll look to keep it as stable as possible what sort of lineup can we expect from Lincoln in terms of formation and also the style of play because from what I've heard you've gone from a bit more of a direct side last season to a possession based which is reflected in the signings we play a, we've always sort of played a 4-2-3-1 under Cowley's basically the team sort of picks itself every week and I can't really see much changing at the weekend some people would like us to play two up front, like Tyler Walker, give him some help with maybe John Akindi. Um, so in the midfield, we always have like two holding players. Joe Morell's back from international duty, so he'll probably come straight back in, probably alongside Michael O'Connor. And then in front three, we've had um, Jack Payne, George Grant. Obviously, Tyler Walker will play up front. So I, I can't see much deviation from that, really, because he's not going to suddenly change formation You know, a few days after the cows have left. So... I think we can expect a pretty much uh, the same team as last week, apart from Morel and maybe Bolger coming in. Sure. So if I were to ask you for three uh, danger men, let's say in the Lincoln side that Rovers should be wary of, not necessarily attackers, but just sort of key players for Lincoln and how you play, who would they be? I suppose Tyler Walker up front because he's got four goals. So Tyler Walker is your main man. Jack Payne, uh, he's sort of plays a number 10 role. He's been a revelation since signing from Huddersfield. The only, thing he, the only thing with Payne is he lacks a goal. He doesn't seem to have that eye for goal, but everything else is brilliant. Um, third man, probably Joe Morrell come back. He, he, he played for Wales um, in their recent international, played the whole 90 minutes. And so he'll come back into the team, sitting in front of the defence. So he'll again, you know, probably tackles everything that moves, cover every, every blade of grass. So he, he's like great player, great signing for us. You know, so yeah, he, he's probably a, probably the man to watch most of all. And if there's Rovers fans listening to this who obviously would like to try and take a bit of positivity with them into Saturday's game, what would you say the weaknesses are in the Lincoln side that Rovers can look to exploit on Saturday? <laughs> but judging from last Saturday, set pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we've got anyone who can score direct from a corner, unfortunately. Um, but make sure you. If you swing the corners into into our goal area, <laughs> you might score a couple. Yeah, um, yeah, because the lad last week scored two from a corner and one from a free kick. So uh, I think yeah. vulnerability is screams a little bit. But hopefully, um, McCoom and Warrington have been working on that all week. Um, so I suppose set pieces at the back were were vulnerable. Yeah, so that that's probably our main weakness. But yeah, I mean, set pieces would probably be your main route to goal, really. Okay. And for any gasheads making the trip to Sintelbank who maybe haven't had the pleasure of visiting there before, what can they expect to find in terms of, you know, the stadium itself, the surrounding area, the atmosphere, which you've already touched on, generated from the home ends? Uh, what, what will they find when they visit? 
Yeah, it's it's a really nice ground now because obviously throughout the years it's been built upon, it's been built and extended, at new stands and all that. So, but it's, it still retains its traditional, you know, football league ground core. Um, but it's it's a funny or sort of funny location because it's if you walk to the ground from the city centre. It's like an old, good old one of your traditional grounds in the middle of a housing estate because you walk through basically a housing estate to get to the ground. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but then it's sort of the other side. It's a bit more open because, like, we have a training pitch next door to it. There's a, there's a fire station. Then you have a it's called the link to Sinsel Drain running down the other side where Sinsel Bank gets his name, like a sort of like a canal type drain. So, but yeah, it's like an oldie worldy sort of feel to it as you get to the ground, but. Obviously, then got the history of the cathedral. Depending on whereabouts you sat in the ground, you can see the cathedral tower overhead on the hill, and it's got a load of nice pubs in the area. Parking is a bit of an issue now because of the uh, success of the team. Mm. Yeah, so you know, it's it's it's, it's be a good day out, whatever happens. I think. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, so finally, then, can I push you for a score prediction? Well, Lincoln, we haven't conceded any at home, and you haven't scored any away, so no doubt, yeah. No doubt it'll be a one 0 away win, but no. Um uh I think it's difficult, difficult. I mean maybe a, I think I think we'll probably just edge the victory because you you lot are not doing very well on the road. So, you know, there might be a bit of added incentive because it's Bristol Row is what the Bristol City links now our team, the Coombe, Morel. So I think um we'll probably go for a two nil, maybe a two one. I can maybe see you possibly scoring, but Maybe a 2-1, maybe 3-1 victory for Lincoln. Sorry, sorry, uh, Gasset. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think uh, I think we're realistic, to be honest, ahead of this one. Um, I think there there's a bit of hope going around that the, the Cowley departure will disrupt things a little bit. But I think if we're being honest, there's um, probably another defeat incoming. We'd all snatch snatch your hand off for a draw. Um, we have got yeah, Johnson I mean... Clark Harris, who can, you know... I don't know if you've seen any of his highlights or anything, but he can get a goal out of literally nothing for us. So there's always that hope while he's in our side. But um, well, he's done well, Clark Harris. I, I used to think he was a complete cart horse. Um, yeah, he, he had spells, and he had Rotherham. He had a little spell, but he never looked like the sort of striker who'd score a load of goals and do well. But I'm surprised how well he's done at Bristol Rovers. He's done really well. Look at his goals per games ratio. He's been a He's been well in plays. You take a punt on it. He's done a cracking job. He's done really. He's done really well for you. I'm surprised, but I mean, I've got to say, since he's since he's coming to us, he's he he just looks like a beast. I mean, he scores all types of goals, headers. He's got an absolute rocket of a left foot. He's strong. He's got a bit of pace. Um, anyway, so let's hope he uh, he has another trademark left footed rocket on Saturday. That would be nice. Hey. So thank you very much for joining me, Dominic. I think we'll wrap it up there and. Yeah. Uh, Really appreciate your patience before we started recording because we had a few technical issues. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, fascinating insight into all, all things Lincoln and obviously good luck for the rest of the season after Saturday. So uh, many thanks to everyone for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Up the gas. <laughs>